time is most appropriate for you as you are tuning into this podcast. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. I am happy to have you with me on this beautiful day, a little gloomy, yet a beautiful day because it is the day that the Lord hath made and we should rejoice and be glad in it. And what does it mean to rejoice? It means to experience joy and gladness in a high degree, to be exhilarated with lively and pleasurable sensations and to exalt. And my acronym for rejoice is reach every day for the joy offered in Christ to everyone. So how about you? Do you have joy today? Are you experiencing any joy at all wherever you are? I can't see your face. I do not know where you are or what you are doing, but my hopes as I sit here in front of this microphone looking out of my window and I see the trees blowing, it looks a little dark, a little rainy, overcast, Yesterday it poured, it was really rainy and it somewhat cut into my plans and I decided not to travel out, especially after I received the alert stating that dangerous weather was on the way. How about you? Did you get that alert on yesterday? It came to all of my devices. And the interesting thing was it came to a device that is not even active. So yeah. We were warned about the heavy rain pours and things, and I took heed to the warning. How about you? I know sometimes we cannot always, but when we can, it is just good to do so. It is good to just listen, and if you absolutely can, just make a little shift in your plan so that you can be safe. And today... I am going to once again just jump right into my topic. I'm trying to make this the last episode on. It is time for this. This being D-I-S. It is time. We looked at some previous episodes on the things that it is not time for with 
the lateness of the hour with all of the things that are going on in this world around the globe. And I'm looking at my globe sitting on top of my speaker. There is a lot of places marked out on this globe, a lot of circles and a lot of lines and a lot of shapes that represent places all over this world, not just here in the United States, but in the surrounding countries. And when I look at that, I am reminded just how many people there are on the face of this earth. There are literally billions of people billions of lives all around this world. And we are all being affected in so many ways. And I know sometimes it can be disheartening. I know sometimes it is a struggle sometimes just to get up out of the bed, just to, to keep going. And, you know, what about the unfortunate, uh, situations where people do not have a bed to get out of? What about situations when people do not have a place to lay their heads, especially when there are children involved? So if you are someone who is blessed and fortunate enough, as you are listening to my voice today, and you got up this morning and you woke up out of a bed, be grateful because there are many people who would like to trade places with us. Um, I had a situation where uh, our bed was broken and, you know, we had one of those beds, which I really liked it. I probably should have gotten another one, but it was kind of low to the floor and you sat the mattress inside of the, you know, the bed and it was really cool. And then we needed to replace it. And for a while, while we were searching for another bed and, you know, replacing it, we put the mattress on the floor because the frame, you know, it needed to go out. And for a while, it was like, oh man, this is really uncomfortable sleeping, you know, this low to the floor on this mattress. And, you know, we did it for a while. We did it for a while. And I was like, okay. After a while, I noticed I was kind of getting used to it. And it was like the strangest thing because <laughs> I would get up in the morning and I would put my legs, you know, how you go to just stretch your legs around the bed. And it's like, I'm doing this on the mattress on the floor. And so like, why don't I just go ahead and get another bed. And at the time we were talking about getting a whole new bedroom set and things of this nature. And it wasn't that the money wasn't there. It was, but as time went on, all of a sudden the urgency somewhat died down because it was like, all right, I'm not literally on the floor. And me personally, I happen to like carpet. I happen to like spreading out blankets or making a pallet on the floor sometimes, especially if it's hot summertime, I'll, you know, sleep, put the fan on or sometimes put the air on. So I'm, I'm comfortable on carpet like that. But after a while, a couple months went by and I was like, okay, Stephanie J, this, this is getting ridiculous now. 
pick out a bed, get up off the floor. And, you know, so I did. <laughs> and so now I have a really high bed and I'm, I'm just loving it. I'm loving that feeling of being lifted off the ground and I get up and now I don't really think too much about it. But at first I used to think that was really silly to sit here and just continue to lay on a mattress and get up and make up the mattress as if it was a bed. Like how silly, how the commercial used to go, silly rabbits, tricks are for kids. And so now every day I get up and I'm grateful. I make up my high bed and then I have my little chest in front of it that, you know, keeps my blankets and stuff like that, you know. So the point that I'm making about that is how many times do we allow ourselves to become comfortable in situations in our lives that are less than? Think about that for a minute. How many times do we settle for just enough or uh, that's pretty good. It's okay. Not exactly the best, not exactly what I want or what I desire, but it's, it's okay because I have something. How many times do we conform and allow our minds to conform to these situations and circumstances, knowing, knowing full well and knowing deep inside that we can actually do better. Because in that situation, I certainly knew that I could do better. I certainly knew that I did not have to lay on this mattress. But after a while, I became accustomed to it. I got used to it. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't really an emergency. And I took my time with it. And though it was okay, you know, it was better than some of the other options out there, you know, but it still wasn't the best that I could do because I could have gone on and gotten another bed, could have replaced that, got the bedroom set and got the bed or just purchased another bed. And so sometimes we need to look at that. So I'm going to start that conversation right here, right now with it is time for this. Did I say this? I said T-H-I-S. I meant it is time for this. D-I-S. It's time. It is time to believe in yourself. If you are struggling in any area of your life with belief, with believing in yourself, then that's where it starts. And I do not know exactly what would work for you, what you have to do. Sometimes it's reading. It may be reading another person's, you know, words about, um, who you are, how amazing you are looking at the physical human body that God created to see how, as the Bible says, we are fearfully and wonderfully made in Psalm 139. It may be reading, as I suggested on the previous podcast, reading scripture verses and seeing what God says about you, seeing who you are, who he created you to be, whatever it takes for you to believe in yourself. Many coaches, life coaches, I've heard quite a few throughout the years. Some of them are really good. I do not at all have a problem with motivational speakers 
except when it's disguised as preaching. I'll just say that and just leave that right there. I'll just put a thumbtack. Preaching is not motivational speaking, but um, there are some really, really good motivational speakers out there. There are some pioneers uh, in motivational speaking, and that's all well and fine, but then you have to remember after you hear the message, after you purchase their materials, once you get home, you still have to do the work. That person cannot come home with you and motivate you day in and day out, unless that's your spouse <laughs> or, you know, a situation like that. That's totally different. But in, in that case, guess what? They can't do it for you either. There's an old adage saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So, you know, that's fine. Listen to it, get it, read it, listen to, I'm, I'm a big fan and an advocate for uplifting music. That's why I enjoy my son, um, Rashan's music so much. He pretty much creates instrumentals. He just recently graduated from Temple and I've mentioned that on a few, uh, episodes, but, uh, he started doing music really in elementary school, but he did not have an interest or desire in music. And his siblings used to say, are you sure this kid belongs to us? We're all musical. We all write, we sing. We, he, he doesn't even care about music. And one day I anointed him, you know, with oil at a church that I was at. And I went in to do some cleaning and there were instruments. And I just said a little simple prayer over him. And I just told him, I said, go ahead and play around on the drums and the keyboard and stuff. And it was some time, nothing really happened for a while. But I think sometime later in that year, the first time he asked me, mom, can I do band at school? And I said, yeah, sure. You, you want to do band? And he started off with some little light instruments and graduated to end up playing the guitar. He, he does, a, uh, he has like a drum kit and he, he does the keyboard and things like that. And so in high school, he joined a, um, he signed up for a class under Philip Carter. He has a, a singing group and, um, he really began to take, uh, creating music seriously, instrumentals and things of that nature. And so he began making these beats and I just fell in love with them from the beginning to me, they just have like a different sound and a different vibe. And he's always doing these little creative moves in them. And I have literally been sad. I remember he was working on a, a song before he left home for college. He left to go back to Pennsylvania and I was happy, but I was a little sad. And um, I remember the first night, I went to bed listening to the song that he had just worked on. And it happens to be one of my favorite, favorite, favorite songs of his. And he doesn't understand why, but I mean, I cried. I literally cried buckets of tears, buckets of tears. I listened to that song over and over. It was so emotional for me, but then it turned into a happy song. The beat just grooved and it just lifted me up. And so 
I began to put on more of his uh, music at the time. It was in my MP3 player, which is broken now, but he had loaded a lot of them in. And so I would run, I would get out in the morning and go on a track and, and I would put nothing but my son's music in my ears most of the time. And I'm telling you, it just had the ability to just boost me. It just lifted me. And so music is another good way to kind of, and make sure, make sure, make very certain that is positive uplifting music. You don't want to hear anything negative or anything to reinforce what you're already feeling. You have to get out of whatever you're in, because if you do not, it is literally like a sinking ship. You would just continue to go down, 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 down. And you don't want to do that because it is time for this. It is time to come up. So after you start believing in yourself, if this is a necessary step for you, educate yourself. Maybe there are some areas that you want to go in and you're not really familiar with, or maybe you don't have all of the knowledge about it. Seek to educate yourself because it is time for this. It is time for you know, you to invest in you, invest in yourself, believe in yourself and educate yourself so that you can get to where you need to go. Even if it's late in the game, I don't care if you're 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, there are people who, who are in their eighties and nineties and still doing remarkable things. You know, my father-in-law was really blessed and always pretty healthy, you know, all up in his 70s, his 80s. He died when he was 86 two years ago. He still jogged around the complex and he got out and took walks. He drove almost up to the very end. He cut hair almost up to the very end of his life until his health started failing. And when it did, it started declining pretty rapidly. And, you know, ended him in a nursing home where I know, and we could definitely see he was very unhappy and I believe just kind of lost the will to live, but he stayed healthy all the way up until his eighties and was very active. So it, it's not even about the age. It is about you empowering yourself. If you don't take walks, start taking little walks. You know, it doesn't have to be anything major. I work out pretty much every day. And these days I'm not doing all of the elaborate lengthy workouts that I used to do. I used to drag myself out of here at least four or five times a week and go running. And I do all kind of workouts on videos. You know, I'm from the old school. Once I learned how to work out in school, you know, I, I purchased DVDs well, at that time, there were VHS tapes, and I would get the dance videos and Tybo and, and Pilates and all these kind of things. This was early on. And then, you know, people started alerting me different studies about, you know, Eastern mysticism and certain things that would incorporate it in some of these workout routines. And then I just kind of went back to running and dancing. I, I like to dance to music. And so, Yes, I even put my son's music on and I dance to his music, just very uplifting. And so, you know, 
whatever you have to do at this moment to get yourself back into that place of moving on, moving up laterally, progressing forward, then, you know, you can empower yourself, empower yourself, arm yourself with whatever it is you need to get there. It is time out for looking at everything and everyone else. And it is time to empower yourself. A lot of you listening to my voice right now, you have books on the inside of you. I've recently started publishing with Amazon KPD. It is so much simpler and easier than any other avenue that I've looked into and less expensive. And... The thing about it is I've read other people's books on publishing and it confused the heck out of me until I got to the point where I finally put the books down. And I was like, you know what? I don't even think I want to try this route. And then one day heard this little voice at, while I was sitting at my desktop trying to figure out some things say, why don't you just go on the site and see what it's all about? Went on the site and within 30 minutes, I had my book published. My first book was published within 30 minutes. Now it was not that way with all of them. Um, one took me close to two hours because there were some things that needed to be changed and, you know, everything has to be compatible with, you know, Amazon's software and things of that nature, but it was well worth the time and the effort because now to date I have, as of yesterday, 21 published books and booklets. That is an accomplishment for me after many, many years of putting it off. So I'm telling you today from experience, it is time for this. It is time to stop putting off your goals and dreams. Educate yourself. Go on the Amazon website, look under Kindle Direct Publishing, see what it takes. But as I tell people, and I just told a group of people on a prayer call last Thursday, the first thing is you have to have your book. You have to have your material. So if you do not have that, then that's where you want to start. And if you do not know how to begin, then you want to educate yourself in how to write your book. Whatever you need to do, it is time for this. It is time to do it. Believe in yourself. Start to believe that you can do it. Stop telling yourself negative Phrases like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. I'll ne That's them. They're gifted that way. They have this. They have that. No, you have the same thing on the inside of you. In fact, I was reading the Bible the other day and the apostle Paul mentioned that we have these treasures in earthen vessels. We are loaded up with treasures on the inside. And I don't even really want to get deep in this because I am going to teach on this one day, but the biggest treasure that you have on the inside of you, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ and the work that he did for you, if you made him Lord of your life and you're allowing him to live and manifest himself through you, then you have the greatest treasure of all. Paul talks about the mystery of Christ in you, the hope of glory. He lives, he dwells, he resides on the inside of you. The Bible talks about in the Old Testament that God no longer, they built a temple back in the Old Testament, but the Bible says he desired not to dwell anymore among men 
in temples made with man's hands. And instead he wanted to come and live on the inside. So I heard somebody say one day, that makes you prime real estate. Think about that. And you have trouble believing in yourself when you are made and created in the likeness and the image of God. I'm right there with you. I'm guilty of it. I have allowed some people into my life, into my circle. Some of it we could not help. There were teachers who said certain things. Sometimes our parents said uh, some things about us that may have caused us to see or think differently about ourselves or our capabilities. Maybe you were compared to someone else, a sibling or a friend, maybe, you know, kids said uh, unkind things, whatever it is. It, it's in the past. We have to, it's time for this. It is time to leave the past behind. It is time to look ahead and it is time to get ahead because we know, Stephanie J has told you a few times, Time is winding down. We do not have as much time as we once believed. And not only that, let's take it a step further. We do not know from one moment to the next if we will be here. Look at the news. Look at the statistics. They, they said millions of people have passed since COVID started. That's months that we have been dealing with this. The number is really high. I don't have the information in front of me. I did go in and pull it up. It's such a depressing statistic, but there are literally millions of people who have died through this epidemic and died from illnesses related. Um, you know, so what I'm saying today is there's no more time for play. Recess is over. It's time for the bell to ring and it is time for this. It is time to get back to class, get back to work. Someone said life is a classroom. Every day we're learning lessons. And if you do not learn them, trust me from experience, you will take those lessons over again. God is not like some of these lazy or uncaring teachers, whatever their case may be. He is not just going to pass you because you'll look awkward sitting at that big desk when you're 17 in the seventh or eighth grade. God doesn't care. You're going to repeat that test until you learn the lesson. So it is time for this. Go for what you want. Do you know what you want? If you do not know, it is time for you to figure it out. You do not have that much time left. So go for what you want. Take your eyes off of everything and everyone. Stop worrying about what someone else is saying or doing. Understand that this is your time. This is your season. It may not have gone well for you in the past. I've had a lot of setbacks in the past, I remember being at a service one night in Maryland. I went to um, Pastor Bryant's church out in Maryland a few times, and he wasn't there this particular Friday evening, and there was a guest minister. I do not even recall the man's name, but at the end, he was praying for people. And at the last minute, I got up and went in the prayer line. And he looked directly at me and he said, sis, you've had a lot of setbacks 
He said, but don't let that take you back into depression. He said, if you could only see where God is taking you. And then he said to the audience, he said, if y'all could see what I see over this young lady's life, y'all would be rejoicing and praising God for her. He said, this is your season and, and God is going to make all things new. And, and I had heard these things before. And guess what? It didn't, it didn't happen overnight. And it wasn't like, woo, the next day, or I still went through some seasons of ups and downs and ins and outs, but you know what? I never gave up. People may have thought it from the outside looking in, but I was always working internally. There were times that I put the books to the side. I put the tapes and stuff to the side. And there were times that I had to open my Bible. There were times that I had to go back and listen to the prophecies. I have a whole recording and many CDs that we've recorded off prayer lines and, you know, ministries that I went through over the years where people have spoken and prophesied over my life. And some mornings I would just listen to that. I would talk to God about it. Like, okay, whatever it is in this season, whatever it is I need to focus on, help me to do what I need to do. And a lot of times in closing, this is what I'm going to say. A lot of times it requires work. It is not a one, two, three, get rich quick, a pyramid scheme. None of that works. It doesn't work. I've tried a few and you know yourself, it does not work. You are going to have to believe in yourself. You are going to have to educate yourself. You are, go you, you are going to need to empower yourself and you are going to have to be the one to go for what you want. Nobody else is going to do it. So understand today, it is time for this. It is time for all of it. I pray that you take something that I said and just run with it. And I'm so grateful for your time, for listening. Also, as of yesterday, my podcast can now be picked up on Deezer, Podchase, Geo7. I don't know how to pronounce that. J-I-O-S-A-A-V-N and Podcast Addict. So grateful to everyone who makes this available. You have a blessed day and I will talk to you soon. In fact, enjoy this glorious weekend.